Okay, hi, good morning, it's, or good evening, whatever time of day it is where you are. My name's Elisa Keaton. Hey, and this is our second Revving the Word. And honestly, we had such an amazing uh, amount of awesome, powerful feedback from the first one that uh, we're just, I'm so excited to do this again with you. Uh, like I said, it, it's, I don't believe this has ever been done. Uh, in the history of faith and fitness. Um, and it's true because as I said, this was kind of birthed out of my own personal desire of like, I like to go for a walk, a run, a hike, or the gym if I'm on a piece of equipment, a cardio. I, I always find myself torn between whether to listen to, I, I want to listen to music because I find it super inspirational and speaks to me. And then I also want to listen to the word um, something. And I also want to be coached. Like it's kind of all these things that I, <laughs> I want. And I'm like, well, I think we can do that. So welcome. That's really what we're going to do in this word. So whether you are or in this podcast, if you're going for a walk, a run, a hike, you're just basically going to move your body for the next 30 minutes. Um, it is a 30 minute podcast of fitness in terms of the actual suggestions for what you're going to do. Today's workout is actually going to be pretty, um, pretty simple. I want to kind of lock you into a pace. You get to choose that pace. And honestly, I think all in, we might have about six, uh, seven, um, out of the 30 minutes, six, seven, maybe eight minutes of where we're, we're, we're surging or pushing or accelerating. And those are always optional friends, always optional. I had people tell me after the first, uh, podcast that they did, like I ran, I don't run. You don't understand. I ran and I don't run. And I thought that was so perfect because isn't that kind of what happens is, is the spirit, when the spirit is at work, he has so much immeasurably more for us in energy and availability and hope and all the things that we're longing for. But with that being said, please be aware of what your body needs today. Don't just do it because I suggest you do it. Ask the spirit, the God in you, God, do I have it in me to push? Am I going to be okay? If you begin to strive for it, these podcasts will become your flesh will get in the way of what the spirit wants to do. And that's exactly what Galatians tells us, Galatians 5, that the flesh is opposed to the spirit and the spirit to the flesh. So let's make sure the spirit is leading out. If it's your desire to grow in knowledge of who God is and who you are, all that good stuff, like you want him first, if you want to seek first the kingdom and you're like, you know, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going for a run. I'm going to the gym. I want to seek the kingdom while I'm there. Yes. And hey, if you see somebody in need while you are on your podcast, turn me off and go do that thing. Um, the word is not supposed to sit in us. It's supposed to actually go through us. So I pray whatever we press into today, it doesn't just stay here in this moment. It actually becomes the very nourishment of the day, the nutrients of which you will draw upon for the rest of the day. The word is active and alive. It can't just go in us and sit there. So welcome to this revving the word. We're getting the word in us so that we can get it out into the world. All right. Kind of like living the word while well, we're going to rev the word before we go live the word. So as I said today, 30 minutes. And once we get going, you will be invited into the different surges. I'm going to use a rate of perceived exertion. So how you feel right now, you're about a five on a scale of one to 10, one being you're laying in bed, 10 being I can't do anything more. I'm going to collapse. It's a really tough, difficult place to be, um, but don't be afraid of it. Love is greater than fear. Love has all this capacity. 
So we will be about a five right now as you're just kind of getting moving and we will slide around from a five to, like I said, maybe eight, six to eight minutes all in of this workout where you'll push outside of maybe what would be comfortably uh, working, okay? All right, friends, let's see. Did I cover everything? Greater perceived exertion and some surges, and it's always an invitation. So don't get caught up in what you feel you have to do. Please, the word of God is what matters most here as you move your body. Okay, so here goes your countdown. We're gonna get, get moving officially in three, two, one. Let's go. All right, this, all I want you to do is take a deep breath, and start to get an assessment of where your body is, what's going on, what's going on. Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling hopeless? Are you discouraged? Or are you feeling encouraged, hopeful, ready, excited? Wherever you are is where you are, but let's turn our attention to something greater. And that's the one the living word. So God, we invite you fully here to be fully who you are. Say this prayer, everyone. God, I invite you to come into my life, come into my heart, and be completely yourself. So a nice, easy, steady warm-up pace. Listen, if you're anxious, if you're already trying to count your calories, Stop. <laughs> Stop it right now. With gratitude, it's a gift of grace that your body is moving. The spirit does not pinch, prod, poke, accuse, or make fun of. It is nowhere near fear. So deep breath, inhale, and you're going to exhale all that which is of the flesh away from you. So on a scale of five to ten of how you feel, we're just going to start sliding up from a five to a seven. Now listen, you have a full ten minutes. To start moving gradually. Don't, it's not a race to get there now. Come on, listen. Just easy, starting to increase where you start to notice your breath. It's no longer passive, it's engaged. All right, so I asked you, how are you feeling today? We are gonna meditate on Psalm 94, 19. It says, when the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. <laughs> when the cares of my heart are many, your consolations <clears throat> cheer my soul. Let's say that together one more time. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. 
I asked you if you had some worries, some cares, and who doesn't? Man, give me enough time, I'll just start making them up. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up and they're just laying all over me. Now remember, you are a son, a daughter of the King Most High, child of God, and everything that God has is also yours. You are the inherited one. But yet, we have these cares, they just kind of come for us. They try to come for us. Try to lay on top of us. Disturb our peace. So when the cares of your heart are many, what do you do? Well, the word is telling us right here. We turn to God. And we can actually say, God, speak. Father, console my crazy, anxious, weary heart. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Moving up towards a seven in your work effort, right? A seven. You're starting to have to take a breath. Here's a good way to know if you're a seven. If you were to sing, Old MacDonald Had a Farm. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but listen. <laughs> Everyone's gonna start singing Old McDonald Had a Farm. Go ahead, try it. But you could sing Old McDonald Had a Farm, but then you would have to take a breath to say E-I-E-I-O. Right? <laughs> it's true. Listen, did you know that breathing is worship. Because singing is really just breathing with some tone. <laughs> and God loves when we praise, when we sing. But we can breathe. And every breath can be our worship, our praise, our offering. And when I notice my breath starts to get more labored is when I know I'm standing on holier ground. I need more of him. All right, my flesh starts to fail. My heart and my flesh fail. And cry out for joy. You have about three more minutes. Three more minutes. Listen, nobody, nobody 
burning up with lactic acid right now. Trust the training process, please trust it. Listen, there's so many colors of the rainbow. And often people fall into this trap because the cares of your heart are many, of having to be all or nothing. So they believe the lie that if they're not doing their 100% effort, it's not even worth it. That's a lie. That's why it's good to know right now, I'm a seven. I could do, I have capacity for more. But I don't need to, I can just be here and let my body reap the benefits, let my mind reap the benefits. Because when you get up to those higher workplaces, we can get really myopic. We just start getting so tunnel vision, which is necessary at those high places. But then we're not listening to other things. We're not open to other sensory input. And right now you're pretty open to other senses. You can look around. If you're outside, you can take in the, the view. You can feel the breeze. Nobody burning up in their legs or their lungs. You're just like, honestly at a seven, you feel like you could do this for an hour. Like it's, it's endurance. Now, whatever you're doing, whether you're running, cycling, hiking, elliptical, whatever you're doing, listen. Draw everything up and in. Get lighter in your shoes, lift your crown. Move as someone who has no cares. The NASB version of this verse, Psalm 94, 19, says, when my anxious thoughts multiply within me, your consolations delight my soul. I love that. Now notice one version, it talks about the cares of the heart, and the other talks about the anxious thoughts, heart, thoughts, mind, Heart and mind, right? Yeah. That's because the heart and the mind are interchangeable. They're interchangeable, scripture. Okay, now listen, stay at a seven. You have no elastic, you're not feeling like your legs are gonna explode or your lungs are gonna explode. In 30 seconds, you're gonna be invited into your first push for one minute. Hang on. So the heart and the mind are interchangeable, friends. They, 
they actually make up your soul. You know why? The soul means the affections of the heart and the thoughts of the mind. Push now. You're invited into one minute. You can move your rate of perceived exertion to an eight. Or to a nine. One minute total, all in. Thirty more seconds, you're halfway. His consolations, his good cheer. Ten more seconds. Back off. Slide back to a seven. When the cares of my heart are many, <laughs> I go for a walk and I listen for you. When the cares of my heart are many, I take a deep breath. I look around for you. When the cares of my heart are many, I smile. We have to know that we have a Father that would never let any circumstance come for us or come into our realm of influence if we aren't equipped to already win. Do you hear me? If we aren't already equipped for every good work, because we are. When my anxious thoughts so right now, in the name of Jesus, we cast down these wicked thoughts that we have. You ever heard that saying? You're not responsible for your first thought, but you are for your second. You're not responsible for your first care. But what about the second? What you give yourself attention to expands. I said it before, he is a much better conversation. He is a much more interesting conversation than my problems. One more minute. Listen, if someone walked by right now, you could wave and smile. They would know you're working out, but you have capacity for others. You have capacity for the spirit to lead. Okay. When the cares of my heart are many, 
your consolations cheer my soul. Come on, God, burn it into us. Next time we start to feel like a ship tossed at sea, we remember this word. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Listen, you're going to be invited now to a two-minute push. Three, two, go. So it's your choice. Maybe it's just a little bit more. Two minutes. And maybe you're just going to cheer the rest on. Come on now, everyone at the table. Everyone. Yeah, right? Pray. Tell him how great he is right now. Come on. Tell him. He loves to hear it. Not because he's egotistical, but because the more you do it, the more you will know who you are. It's like the chains of this world start to fall off of us when we tell him who he is, who we know him to be. Even if it's just because you read it and you have yet to experience it, that's faith. It starts with the word. Faith comes through hearing. Doesn't say through experiencing. It starts with you heard it, now believe it. And the more you believe it, and you speak it, it manifests itself as real. Blessed are those who believe without seeing. Come on. You're almost there for your two minute push. 15 seconds. Five, four, three, two, ease off. Go back to a seven. If you need to go lower, you need to go, you know, I need more space. Great. Glad you know that. All right. These are going to feel like little rollers. You're invited to short, quick bursts, followed by short, quick recoveries. Get ready. They'll each last 20 to 30 seconds. Can you do that? Everyone say, I don't know, but I, I know he can. Ready, set, go. Come on. Good job. We're going again. Hang on. Just recover. 
when the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Consolations, that word means to be sorry, to have compassion. It's like God saying, I'm so sorry. I know this hurts. I'm so sorry, I know it hurts, but I've made you strong. I've made you free. And if you forget, just look to my son, look to Christ. Get ready. Set. Push. Whatever you want. If you want to go up to an eight, nine. If you want a 10, not because you're, you want it, but because the spirit says it, do it. Four, three, two, pull back. <laughs> your consolations, your comfort, your compassion, your mercy for me, God. That cheers me up. Now listen, settle in to your working, comfortable pace. Hey friend, hey church, what if we got comfortable being uncomfortable? What if? What if we no longer smited God or shunned him for the pain? because he dealt with it once and for all on the cross. He did. So when we feel it, it should be reminded to us that the cross has already dealt with this. The cross has already defined the end destination of this journey. <laughs> we could actually laugh and be free. Are you ready? One more invitation to surge. Go. Rev it up. Fifteen seconds. Come on. You don't have to. You get to. Three, two, Pull back. Thank you, God, that your word tells us that we don't have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are. Think about that for a second. Jesus had cares of his heart. Jesus had an anxious thought. I guarantee you he did. He was man. He experienced everything. Remember, it's not the fact that you have a bad thought. You're not responsible for the first. And whenever we see all throughout scripture, whenever 
Jesus was disturbed, perplexed, feeling discouraged, he'd go get with his father. He'd draw away to a quiet place, the secret place. And he would let the father cheer him up. Come here, child. Let me cheer you up. Come on. You guys, there's no way around this. If we could train our hearts to not be discouraged when we feel the pain or the disappointment, but we could actually go, oh, wait, it's time for me to train my hope, my faith, my love, that God is who he says he is. He loves me. I will not believe what I see, what I feel. I won't. I won't let them dictate what is true. It might be real. This circumstance might be real. You lost your job, might be real. Your kids are sick, that's real. Your marriage got shattered, real. But it's not true. There's a truth that's higher, that's a better conversation, and it cheers us up. Listen, if we didn't have need for comfort, we'd have no need for the comforter. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4, <laughs> says that this comfort that we have received, we now give. Right now, I know you're getting tired. We have three and a half minutes left. Seek the one who can cheer you up. You can be at any sustainable work effort that feels good to you. That feels like the spirit is saying, this is the place, be here. Be there. of my heart are many. Your consolations, your suffering, your compassion, your mercy. Mercy is giving somebody or someone what they need, not what they deserve. <laughs> That's who he is. He's mercy. So he can give us what we need, not what we think the person or the circumstance deserves or requires. Come on. If you want to increase and rev a little bit, you got two minutes left. Your choice. Can you smile? Can you lift your arms? Come upon us, God. Take us over. Overtake us. Deuteronomy 28, 2. 
and all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you as you listen to the voice your God. Could you imagine blessings overtaking us? Come on! One minute. Oh man, I let him cheer you on. Hear him cheering you on. Get this, the word cheer means to stroke. Not like petting, but you know like a medical stroke? It means like oh, to come to your senses, like to come to a different, a bigger reality. The word stroke means a sudden disabling attack or loss of consciousness caused by an interruption in flow of blood to the brain. That's what we need. We need God to stroke us out. Interrupt this anxious thought. Interrupt this care. Put your paddles on my heart. Shout clear. And hit it. Reset me, God. Remove all your tension. Remove, slow it down. How amazing is this, friends? That's how he cheers us on. <laughs> this is how he cheers us on. He says, clear. And he charges us like a defibrillator, bringing blood, fresh, righteous blood of Christ back up to the mind to push into the heart and out to the fullness of who we are as his dearly loved children. Christ overcame the grave, overcame it. It's been finally said and done. That book is closed. Death has been defeated. The grave was borrowed. And we too live under this new covenant that when anything comes against us, we experience hardship. We can know that this is an enduring thing, that patience, character, and hope are rising up in me because he loves me. Friends, it's way too easy to sit back in the spirit of religion and put check boxes around God and keep checks and balances over your faith life. Let's remove it. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. Being confused even, just get comfortable with the arrows that fly, but so encouraged, so certain that you will not get hit by one. What God, what God has blessed is final and done. And he blesses us because we see his son Christ. Because we see we can't earn our way to him. Christ paved the way and made the way and paid the price in full. So when the cares of our heart are many, God's consolation, God's comfort, God's mercy, God's kindness, God's compassion. He's not a God that stands far off. Compassion means to come close with the suffering. Gets his hands dirty, gets in it with us. The fact that that's the God we have cheers us up, restores us, clear, and puts the blood flow in the right direction again. Well done. Cooling down. Well done. Please connect with us further at revelationwellness.org. We'd love to minister to you on all ways, all days. Instagram, social media, you'll find us. 
because like we said, you've just trained the word. Now you got to go do it, friends. Now you got to go do it. <laughs> when the perplexed moment happens today, you go, wait a minute. God's comfort, God's mercy, God's consolation. Okay. Let me remember he's at work here. He, he has to work through difficult things. Otherwise, we'd all just would be floating around on our clouds. We'd all be in heaven. This is our training camp. This is it. This is boot camp. Welcome. Get into the adventure. It's exciting. So connect with us. Share this podcast with somebody. It's your way of maybe they don't like to go to the gym. They don't want to take a class. They're not interested in group fitness or RevWell TV or any of that. But this is a great way to maybe sneak them in. They may do it. We'll never tell you, but at least they did it. Where they heard God's truth great love for them that God really is in a good mood you guys have a great day blessings peace